Hello and welcome to Mike's Open Journal. Ahoy there. Um, so prior to this, I'd put up a uh, kind of like a pre-show, pre-episode three, uh, letting you know that I was going to be talking a little bit about medication. However, it's taken me a little bit longer than I expected to get the podcast kind of set up. I uh, had a couple of issues with the hosting. Uh, I think at the moment it's currently going through the iTunes service check or something like that. So um, I think it's very unlikely that anyone's actually listened to any of the podcasts yet since uh, they've only gone up or they are going up at the moment. Uh, so rather than give you a chance to kind of add in your own conversation, uh, at this stage uh, I'll just go through a little bit of my history and my thoughts with regards to the medication that I've taken uh, and we can maybe revisit this at, at a later stage once you guys are adding into the conversation as well. So myself, uh, I I generally don't like and don't take medication. Uh, the most I really take, well, all I really take is paracetamol for headaches and things like that. Um, but the headache has to be quite bad. Um, so I don't take it very often, which means when I do take paracetamol, if I take it just before bedtime, that usually sort of knocks me out for the night. Um, so I'm a pretty lightweight when it comes to drugs and medication. On a couple of rare occasions, we seem to have a slight technical issue there. Um, yes, yeah, so on a couple of rare occasions, I have taken uh, is it ibuprofen and aspirin, um, which I think are slightly stronger than paracetamol. I'm not really too sure. Um, but yeah, that gives you an idea of um, the immunities that I have to, to, to medication and the fact that I just don't really take it. Um, and that's probably fed into one of the reasons why I was really quite apprehensive about taking any medication initially. When I started to um, think about getting help and talked to my GP, I realised at that stage that medication was um, not only an option, but probably something that I was going to need to do. Uh, and it was... a it was kind of something that I wasn't massively comfortable with. It wasn't something I, I really wanted to to have to do with regards to just generally taking that medication, but also the fact it was something that it is a mood changer. It changes you. Or that's what I thought. And I th it was also in my mind that this is something that you could have to take for a long time and you become quite dependent on it. So I was very apprehensive and kind of coming at it with a very with a very negative attitude towards medication and and antidepressants. So when I saw my GP initially, they recommended that I take Tilipram. I agreed during the consultation to to have it. Uh, after going in for that consultation, I had a couple of days where. It, well, actually, I felt I felt quite good. I think for me, it was a it was a big thing to go in and see the GP in the first place. So I had a couple of good days, and then it was coming up to the weekend, and the weekend seemed to be okay. I spoke to someone who I knew had previously taken the medication, um, and they'd said, "Oh, you could have a couple of rough days, and maybe um, sort of three or four days when you start to take it." So having just had the weekend, I thought, actually, do you know what? I'd rather not start taking it at the start of the week I'll just give myself a couple of days till I'm more towards the end of the week 
Um, so I had a couple of days, then realised actually, do you know what? It's been almost a week, and I've, I've kind of felt okay, not as bad as I was. So, you know what? Like, or maybe I'll just go a little bit longer and see how I go. Um, so then made it through to the end of that week, and then I think I had uh, possibly another two weeks until I was breaking up for Christmas. So I, I um, work term time only. And during that time, I thought, um, I was kind of judging myself a lot, um, not necessarily hour by hour, but definitely a few times throughout the day. And seeing how I was going and trying to work out whether I needed to be, whether I needed to start taking the Satilopram or whether I could go a little bit longer. And I had a few things to bear in mind as well. So the fact that I knew that when you take, when you start to take the Satilopram, it actually takes around sort of two or three weeks for it to take effect. So I'm trying to judge myself day by day, but also keep in mind that as soon as I think I feel like, oh, maybe I do need this, it's actually still going to take a little while to get into your system. That was also it's quite a lot to sort of think about. So initially, I, I didn't take the Satilopram, even though uh, I've been recommended it, I've been prescribed it, um, and I had collected the medication, just knowing that it was at home in the kitchen cupboard was kind of enough for me to start off with, I felt like. Uh, I was particularly bad around that time as well, so looking back, obviously, I would have been much better off just taking it straight away, uh, especially given that it, t t it does take a few weeks for to get into your system. This is leading up to the Christmas period, where, as some of you may be aware, um, it can be a really difficult time um, for those people with mental health issues, and it really was for me. I was struggling with a lot of negative thoughts at the time and had thoughts of self-harm and suicide um, and just having just so much kind of going on in my head, a lot of negative thoughts, just a very sort of, I, would, I don't know if I'd say dark, but just... I don't know, just a very challenging time when there was a lot going on that I didn't really, I still don't understand. Um, and I think that's a very, it's a hard time. And then the fact that that sort of led into into Christmas where there's a lot of sort of happy people around, it's very sort of family orientated. Um, and I'd picked, I say I picked up, I'd developed a lot of issues around kind of closeness closeness with people um, and family around that time as well the thought of having had everything as I mentioned in uh, the first episode where I'd been married we were talking about um, children and sort of the development of of your own family environment having had that and then being back at, at nothing is such a huge change and to have a time where you are surrounded by by family and it sort of forces forward all those things that you've lost that you don't have and the steps it feels like the steps backward that you've taken and all the things you've lost you're not looking at any of the positives I wasn't looking at any of the ways that I'd changed or grown as a person I was just constantly looking at 
or feeling the negative sides of, of what had happened, of what I'd been through, of the way I felt about myself. And that was a real challenge. At that time, I felt very... I guess I felt very isolated. And then also feeling, to some extent, like... You want to be connected with people. You want to have the chance to talk about certain things. You want to have that just sort of relaxed closeness with people. But you also end up doing a lot of things that push people away. And to some extent, you also, while you, it sounds really weird, while you want that closeness, you also want the distance. You want to be away from people. You don't want to be near people. Just having that time on your own. Uh, I've always kind of felt sort of previous to this I've always felt very comfortable um, in my own space just having time to myself doing things quite I don't know about independently but doing things on my own is fine it's not something I've I would say I've, I'd struggled with or I, I don't like I'm quite happy to do that but it became something I almost sort of sought out in terms of being on my own and then was very negative about the fact I was on my own so I think it does put you in kind of like it is kind of like a cycle. It is a it is a very sort of negative way to be. Like I said, it's, I think it becomes the way that you think. You don't look at the fact that uh, if you are on your own, actually there's lots of stuff that I would have done before. I could have quite enjoyed that time. Uh, there were lots of things I could do in terms of reflecting back. There was lots of stuff that I'd achieved over the last six months, but actually I was only looking at the negative things. So it was a very difficult time. Uh, I'd also, as I said, because I was term time, because I am term time only, that meant I wasn't working over the period, over the Christmas uh, period, which maybe for like one or two days was nice to sort of be out of the office and be away from all of that, kind of the festivities that had, had started to come together there. However, it was also quite a negative thing because there wasn't the distraction of work. You didn't have other people to talk to to sort of get through the day. So you do become a little bit more focused on some of the negative things or the things that you're struggling with, or I did. So Christmas Day was a real challenge. I'd I decided that I was going to go to the beach. So I went down to Bournemouth Beach in the morning. I was there really early. I think it might have been... Oh, it was early. Um, it might have been something like five o'clock. I think I got there really, yeah, it could have been about five. Um, so I got there about five in the morning, um, chilled out at the beach, did a little bit of writing for one of my blogs, took a couple of pictures and just sort of chilled out and relaxed there. And um, I think I'd taken uh, one present that someone had got me that I was pretty sure was a selection box. And I think I took... Uh, like a bottle of water or something like that so I had um, I might have even taken a sandwich as well so I had a few little bits and pieces because I knew I was going to be there for a long time found a nice little sandbank to sit on uh, and kind of chilled out there for a few hours um, it was really nice don't get me wrong it was absolutely freezing it was really really cold it was tuck your trousers into your socks sort of cold but it was a good it was it was just nice to have that time. It was time by myself, but it was time that I'd I'd really thought about. I wanted to have that time on Christmas to just 
be by myself, be reflective. I was aware that potentially it was going to lead to some negative thoughts, uh, and it did. But it was about being in a place that I find kind of being by the sea, being at a beach where you can sort of feel the breeze, see and hear the sea. Um, it does bring on like some negative things because I feel like at that stage I'm quite open. I can be quite reflective. You can sort of think about, talk about to yourself what's going on, how you're feeling. Um, so it does open you up to some of that negative stuff. But I feel like in that situation, sometimes I'm more, maybe more honest with myself and I'm able to sort of recognise what's going on. So I do think it can be a bit of a challenge, but it's actually a really positive experience for me. Um, so that was something I was really looking forward to in the morning. Uh, and then I had some family time in the afternoon, which was uh, just a real struggle like it was nice it was nice I think that I I felt like it was nice in that I was able to be there for them because I know they really wanted me to to come in and not be on my own at Christmas but it was just such a real struggle uh, I had um, negative thoughts throughout the day with regards to to just the way I was to how I'd become the fact that I couldn't really talk about what was going on with me um I'd spoken to a few friends but but not to family um I just didn't really want to talk about it I still don't to some extent uh with them it, it was just a real challenge and I had um yeah thoughts of self-harm again in the afternoon it was just it was just a real challenge it was a very difficult time uh, and looking back I can see now how the if I'd have been taking the medication at an earlier stage that would have really I think helped um, at that time, um, been really beneficial. That being said, I didn't, and I wasn't. Uh, and yeah, I had a couple of difficult days between Christmas and New Year, um, but generally not too bad. New Year itself, um, I had plans to go out, so I'm really looking forward to New Year. It was going to be the first time I was going out for a long time at New Year. Uh, so still not taking the medication. This has probably been about three weeks since going into the GP. Uh, had a couple of drinks in the, I guess, the mid-afternoon, uh, but really not a lot. Um, definitely nothing in relation to to what I'd drunk or on other occasions. We're really talking about literally a couple of drinks. However, I think this is probably the first time I had had a couple of drinks and actually had this very um, negative state of mind and been in the... the the grips of this depression and it's it's kind of it's my thought uh that just by having a couple of drinks i've maybe got to the stage where i was starting to be tipsy and actually all of those thoughts all of those challenges and battles that were going on in my head um just spewed out in that moment um i yeah it was I don't know, it still feels weird to reflect back on that. Um, there are bits of that night that I don't remember. Um, I remember just being a, a real challenge for the people that I was with. Um, I remember I, talking about self-harm and just crying quite a lot, asking for help, um, saying there's something wrong, I need help. 
please help me. Also trying to get away from the people that I was with. Um, I was really fortunate that I was with a couple of friends um, and that was at a house and not somewhere else. Um, so they were able to kind of contain me. Uh, and then I think at some stage in the evening, maybe even a couple of times, um, I'd hit myself in the face. So there was just a lot going on. Um, that led to a couple of seizures. Um, I don't know about that night, but the next day. Um, so there's just it was there was just quite a lot going on, and it was at that stage that I realised that this is a battle that I was not winning. Um, it's one that I needed help with. Um, so that was the time that I decided I was I was going to take the the satilopram. Uh, so I started taking that from the 2nd of January. Uh, so the satilopram is what I had been prescribed. Uh, I know there's other uh, antidepressants or mood enhancers, I think they're called. Uh, but satilopram was the only one that was mentioned to me. Uh, so that's the one that I've been recommended, which I understand is kind of one of the general uh, antidepressants that are offered or prescribed to people with issues around anxiety and depression. My initial dosage was 20 milligrams, um, so that was one tablet once a day. And I started taking that on the 2nd of January. And uh, as predicted by one of my friends, uh, the, yeah, the first week, maybe 10 days, um, I think the first maybe, maybe the first day was not too bad, but after that, I felt physically sick every morning. Uh, I should say at this stage, uh, I was taking my satilopram at, uh, at night just before I went to bed. Uh, I'd looked around and it seemed to be sort of 50-50 on what I was being told as to whether to take it before bed or in the morning. And I really wasn't sure, but being like I am with uh, medication, I thought if I take it at night and then if there are any side effects, hopefully I can sleep through those, um, especially if it maybe makes me feel drowsy. It doesn't make you feel drowsy, but I didn't know that at the time. Um, so I was taking mine at night. Uh, one of the one of the uh, issues I did have is that um, I also drive in the morning to work uh, around sort of forty five minutes. So I, I was just really quite conscious of not knowing how it was going to affect me, and wanting to make sure I was okay in the morning to drive. So yeah, the first sort of week, week and a half, was a, a real challenge with regards to. Um, First thing, well, I say first thing in the morning, it was probably a couple of hours in the morning, but definitely first thing when I woke up. Other than that, um, I guess it's kind of a few things here and there. Uh, my sleep was very broken for quite a long time, but I had that before I was taking the satilopram, so I don't know if that's ma that made it any worse or it just kept it to the level that it was at. It started to even out now. Um, but I'm quite a long way down the line, so I've come up to that. Uh, but I was getting up around sort of three, maybe four times a night. Uh, each time, maybe not for a huge amount of time, maybe for sort of 20 minutes, half an hour. But it just really, it really broke up my sleep. One of the other things that I was quite worried about was uh, one of the side effects that I'd read about on the sheet, which you go through and there's so many things on there. Uh, I mean, I've got the sheet next to me. Um, just so I could refer to it, and there's things like, oh, you could get swelling of the lips on your face, um, you could have irregular heartbeats, 
Um, you can get a lot of headaches. You could get um, problems with your heartbeat. You might feel sick. Uh, you could get dry mouth. There could be more sweating. All these other things. And the one thing that I was picking up on um, was the fact that it says there's um, like a slight chance that you could have hair loss. And I was like, oh my god, not hair loss. That's not. Um, I've started growing my hair, and all that's like, no, I can deal. I can deal with tiredness. I can deal with headaches. I can deal with sweating. Um, I can deal with numbness, but I don't want to lose my hair. <laughs> um, so that was one issue. Um, I was a bit worried about that hasn't been a problem. <laughs> Still got plenty of hair. Um, okay, so the other things, I, w- I mean, um, I have t- trouble concentrating at work, so I guess that could be from the satilopram, but I kind of put that a little bit down to kind of my general sort of depressive state that I had um, and the lack of sleep. At this stage, um, I have better sleep and my concentration is a bit better but it's still an issue. For me personally, I feel like that is to do with uh, my mental health rather than the satilopram as a drug. Um, However, I could be wrong. Uh, One of the other issues it does mention is obviously things like um, things that relate to your sexual behaviour as well that can change. Um, You can have difficulties, issues um, with that. That's not been something I've found difficult Um, however I do think it's probably something that's changed over the duration of the time I've been taking the satilopram so um, I did notice a difference when I started to take it and I have recently changed to a higher dosage uh, and I've also noticed a period there where there's been a change as well so I think some of the effect some of the side effects um, you could notice, I guess, throughout the time you're taking it or when there are changes. So you may have some side effects initially that may die down. So for me, things like being sick in the morning um, and just having a real kind of uh, like a sick feeling in your throat and in your mouth. For me, that was quite heavy for the first sort of hour or two hours when I woke up. And for the first, I guess, around two weeks. But then after that, um, that disappeared. So I don't get that anymore. Uh, I can't say I've really noticed um, some of the other things that are mentioned on here. So um, things like pins and needles or numbness I don't have. I can't say I've noticed any difference in my eyes. Um, I've not had any heartburn or stomach pain. Not had any diarrhoea. Um, fatigue and yawning, I guess I've kind of had that. Um, but I think that's just me. Itching, I've not had. Uh, oh, one thing that is mentioned here is um, possible like tremors or dizziness. I've not had any dizziness, um, but I have had um, kind of shaking in my hand and in my leg, um, which I'm actually having a blood check, uh, blood test for um, later this week to see um, or to get an idea as to some of the reasons why that could be happening. Uh, because that has definitely increased, I would say, in the last couple of months. Uh, but for me, I've not, like I say, I wouldn't say I've necessarily noticed any huge um, side effects that have been uh, really challenging or difficult. So for me, that hasn't been an issue. I think from the people that I've spoken to, generally, it seems to be that adapting period for the first um, 
week, maybe two weeks, uh, when you start taking the medication, but also potentially when you change the dosage. So for myself, I was on citalopram with the 20 uh, milligrams for, I want to say, about three months, maybe just under. And then I my dosage was increased to 40 milligrams, so I was taking two of the 20 milligram tablets once a day. I've also now changed to taking in the morning rather than in the evening, uh, because I've been told that's a better time to take it um, by my GP. I don't really know if there is any difference, I'm not sure, uh, but yeah, I'm taking mine in the morning now. Uh, for me, the citalopram was doing something, it was working in that uh, the 20 milligrams had reduced the intensity of my negative thoughts, but not the frequency of them. So uh, my medication was increased. Since increasing up to 40, I would say the frequency has definitely reduced. Um, so I do still have negative thoughts, um, definitely still affected by depression um, and thoughts of self-harm. I think I've also become probably more affected by, I, I don't feel like it is anxiety, but I guess it maybe is anxiety-related issues. But I definitely feel like I have benefited from taking citalopram. Uh, I feel like it's worked for me. I've been taking the 40 milligrams now for, I think it's about two... Oh, I think about two and a half months, maybe a little bit longer, maybe three months. So yeah, I guess I'm probably coming up to about three months. So I've had about as long um, taking two tablets as I had taken one now, I think. So far, um, like I said, it seems to have been good for me. Uh, I will be taking the 40 milligrams by any radical changes. Uh, definitely for the next uh, three to six months and seeing how that goes uh, and going back to my GP probably at the end of the summer so in around I guess in around three months to review that and sort of see where I'm standing so I think one of the the, the main things that made me want to talk about medication is that my own view was, as I said, a very negative one of taking medication, antidepressants, of being very dependent on something. But actually it was something that I needed. It was something that has helped me and continues to help me every day. I'd like to think that uh, at some stage I'm able to reduce down from my 40 milligrams and, and come off of citalopram, but... But at the moment, I know it's, it's. I mean, to some, yes, it is a safety net. It's knowing it's there, but um, it's working. It is doing something for me. Um, and all the time, I need it. Um, I'll continue to take it now. But it's very much not my desire to be taking it forever. Um, I do want to get to a stage where I feel comfortable in myself and I'm able to I guess just, I don't know about control, but to just be myself and not to require this additional help. But at the moment, it's something I need. Um, 
I really try hard not to say like get better because I feel like that implies that you're I don't know ill but I guess I am uh, and it's just having the, the the understanding to work out what's best for you and being able to accept the support the information that's there to help you so okay, I I guess it's kind of like a this is a kind of a help note to me uh, a few months ago maybe well I guess even a year ago I could have probably helped and hopefully someone that listens to this at some stage maybe it will change the way that you think about medication it will help to start that conversation between you and somebody else it'll help me to have the conversation with somebody else because I can talk about the fact um, I've podcasted about my experience with medication and my stilopram oh bit of a big breath um it still kind of brings on some of those I don't know I guess it's like a kind of a negative twingy tingly feeling in that it's great to be able to talk about mental health and about medication and about some of the things that are stigmatized by I guess wider society we say as if it's sort of everyone and no one and we do it ourselves I think it's so easy to say oh it's other people other people are stigmatizing this but by not talking about it ourselves I think we help to stigmatize it to to not make it okay or to make it feel like it's not okay to be talking about these things I struggle to to talk to friends about this I'd say I struggle to talk about it with family but I guess it's kind of a combination of struggle and also just don't want to so this is an opportunity for me and hopefully it's been an opportunity for you as well to help start that conversation to maybe have a little bit of information as I said uh, I think in episode one I'm, I'm not an expert I have very little knowledge about the mental health area about the professions about medication and things like that it's very much talking about it from I guess like a user side of I'm someone that has taken Satilopram I'm someone that is affected by a mental health issue I've experienced and continue to experience the challenges and the battles that come with that. Well, feels weird to say it still. So I hope this has been uh, beneficial for you in some way. It's definitely helped me. Thank you very much for listening. I am contactable on Twitter where I am at Mike underscore Douglas underscore. I'm also looking to set up a, a Twitter site for the podcast, which I think is going to be open underscore journal underscore, and that'll be on Twitter as well. So if you've got any questions, any comments, hopefully some feedback, uh, please do go along and um, send us a comment uh, and let us know if you've enjoyed the podcast. Hopefully you have. Thank you very much for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Just remember, you're not alone out there. We're all fighting this battle together. Thanks for listening.